Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to episode of 194 of Fourth and John. I'm Gail Saunders here with Evan Hollywood Hearn, Mr. Prime in the building, and Jimmy Smith. Uh, talking day two targets for the Philadelphia Eagles. Obviously, everyone will talk about the first round and think that the draft only ends in the first round. No, it continues on to day two. There's a day three. And then you, you, you talk about your priority free agents. You can keep on going. Uh, the draft doesn't stop at the first round. And it, it's really about finding these day two targets. These are like the meat and potatoes of your roster. We're talking about a roster that needs to be the cabinets. The cabinets are kind of empty. We need to refill it with some cheap, uh, you know, like the Bobo. Uh, some know, ramen cream. noodles. You know, it, it's it's not the Royale with cheese, but it's the Royale with, you know, fake made up cheese. But obviously uh, draft season's here. How you guys feeling? Uh, I'm I'm feeling all right. I mean, as closer and closer that we get to the actual draft itself, I feel the juice is pumping. I mean, I have been I've I've gone full in on the uh, on the mock drafts, and it's so hard to. I mean, they're fun to do, but ultimately they never turn out the way that you uh, you, you spin them, and it, it's it's kind of hard considering that every every single time you do one, uh, you know, a guy like Kyle Pitts or um jamar chase accidentally falls to 12 you're like this just isn't realistic but the draft goes on beyond the first round and so do we uh i'm excited to talk about the day two selections that we are going to be eyeing up i'm uh i don't know it's just it's kind of hard to like really uh pinpoint how i could really feel i mean at one minute i'm settling down on accepting the fact that we're picking at number 12 everything's pretty much like quiet settled and then Yesterday we get news that here Carolina ended up trading for Sam uh, Sam Darnold, um, and now that kind of like mixed things up again. So it's like shit. Now I gotta take the time to go ahead and let this settle before the next news drops. Um, there's you know potential Atlanta is now putting it out there that they're willing to go ahead and tra- trade their fourth round pick. Yeah. So it's like, hey, you hold know number I mean? four spot. Yeah, they're no, they're four yeah, spot. Yeah. Um, and here we are, just uh, I'm, I mean, here I am waiting to see what's actually uh, gonna go ahead and get me to the point where I could just settle and wait for the draft to see what's gonna happen. So I mean, it's it's mixed emotions here with me. So yeah, uh, still the same here. Last time we talked, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. Uh, that's the story of my life with the Eagles. I think all of us know that. But, you know, with trading out of that sixth pick, just like Prime said, you know, I, I don't know how to feel still. I'm like, damn, there was so much talent there. We don't know how this draft's going to play out. Talking about quarterbacks going, first four picks possibly, maybe the Falcons trade out, whatever happens. We could have had the possibility of getting a true stud. So it's hard. But, you know, when we had the show last week, I started to feel really good about the possibility of all these great players in this draft. We acquired a first-round pick next year. We have a fourth-round pick now this year. So we have a pick in every draft, multiple picks in the third, fifth, sixth. You know, hey-oh, 
oh, wait, we don't have multiple picks in the fifth anymore, sixth and seventh, because we moved up 33 spots. I love that. So I, I think I'm excited, man, and I'm staying on the side of being optimistic about this draft. Got 11 picks. We've been doing exactly what we set out to do. We talked about at the end of the season, we need to get the cap right and get draft picks. Well, we got the cap right. We have about $6 million in cap space, and we have 11 picks most out of any team in the NFL. So I'm excited, baby. Let's go. Yeah, and talk about having that ammo. That draft ammo was muy importante. You know, like having I like well said, well said. You like that? You like that? You like how it rolled off the time? Um, just having those those draft picks where we can finesse our way around the board. I, I we have a, what eleven? You said eleven, right? 11 uh, so that means we'll probably end up with eight. I have a feeling he's going to trade, package a couple, maybe add a season it with a little Zach Ertz in there. Move on up the draft. I feel like, you know, Zach Zach Ertz could be going on draft day, or you know, that that could be a thing. Um, but looking look looking at some of the players, like we all have our guys on day two. There's some like right now, a lot of guys are, you know, hitting me up in the DMs like, yo, what who, who, who do you like in the second? Who do you like in the third? Um, and that's where we're at today. I mean, I I got some favorites. Um, I mean. Does anyone want to throw out their favorites? I mean, people in the comments, I know y'all have some favorites. Um, we'll start with Jimmy. Do you have, you have a favorite guy that you've been talking up in the second round that you need to let the people know? Um, number 37, that's not really too far from the first round. It's just five picks away. So it's it's sort of like a first-round pick. Yeah, Um Obviously, a lot of this is going to depend on what we do at 12. Um, I, I think the Eagles need to go into this draft, and it doesn't need to be, okay, I took offense in the first, so now in the second I have to go you know, defense. That's not what I'm thinking, but best player available. But in my mind, you've got to get a couple positions you know, high on the board, and that's cornerback, uh, and you got to get yourself a running back. So uh, you got to get a wide receiver. And I know running back, people are like, what? We don't need a running back. Miles Sanders. But the one-two punch we've talked about over and over again is something I feel you see it. We talked about the playoff teams last year on this show. You know, all those backs on these teams with not even just two backs, three backs. We knew last year going into that that Boston Scott and Corey Clement were not number two backs, neither of them. So we found out there was an issue week one. Miles Sanders is out. You got Boston Scott starting against Washington football team. Uh, that was bad. And we need to address that. I think Javante Williams, North Carolina, if he's available at 37, um, I think it would be hard, really hard uh, for me to pass up on him. And I know there's a lot of really good receivers. I won't say their names in case you guys want to choose to talk about them. But Javante Williams, for me, I think if he's available, uh, that's just somebody I'll go with today. I, I would love to see him uh, in an Eagles uniform. Interesting. Absolutely. Uh, so, a guy that I've I've personally been uh, really eyeing up is Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss, man. Every, I, the more and more that I read about him, the more I watch his highlights and just the guy is an overall like he's a, a solid, solid wide receiver. Uh, he's, he's progressed and gotten better each and every year in his college career. And he's a guy that plays with absolute swagger. Like he he brings, I think having a dog on this uh, on this wide receiving core is something that is dearly missed. I know his size isn't uh, exactly ideal. He's a little bit smaller of a frame, but um, the dude is an absolute baller. And uh, I, he just seems like an, a playmaker to me. He seems like an impact player. Uh, that's a guy that I've really, really been eyeing up a lot at that 37th pick, personally. 
You know, the player that I was going to say Javante Williams, but, uh, you know, we all have love for Javante Williams around here. I think, you know, that that one-two punch, um, a thunder and lightning for Jalen Hurts, solidify the run game. That would be nice. Uh, Elijah Moore, an, another uh, dynamic th- threat from the slack and do the jet sweeps, you know, he, but he's a he's a threat down the seams. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Terrace, Terrace Marshall. Um, oh. It, I mean, the, the, you know, the key thing here is him actually making it to the second round. And, you know, there's, you look at teams like the Ravens, could they possibly pick him up? Uh, my dream scenario would be a, you know, a J.C. Horn. And then you add a uh, a Terrace Marshall. I mean, that's I mean, you're talking about a guy who fits right in. He can play inside and outside, has the speed. I, I just like what he brings to the table. Uh, coming from a dynamic LSU offense, put up numbers. He was also in that in that mix with with uh, Justin Jefferson, um, and, and and our guy Chase. But I think he's another element to that offense that shouldn't be forgotten. And he's got the size. I mean, at his size, you, you're bringing a big dog, and he has that element that's kind of missing from the Eagles' offense. Um, Prime, who, who, who are you looking at? Um, there was actually two. Uh, you you ended up saying the the one guy uh, Terrence for uh, for sure. Um, Kadarius Tony, I, I like him out of Florida. Um, you know, somebody that I feel like a lot of people are sleeping on. Oh, uh, look at that profile! <laughs> uh, <clears throat> guy guy got some uh, some serious um, moves to him. Um, you know, his uh, all purpose yards is like sick. You know what I mean? So he shifts himself. Yeah, that's something that we can go ahead and definitely. Uh, use in our scheme depending on you know what scheme we're going to see because you know this is all going to be brand new to us so i think he would be a a solid fit to the team and you know i mean and and be a big part of that offense yeah Kadarius, you could look at him as another kind of he kind of has the same kind of skill set as like a um jalen rager you know, he could take those jet sweeps. He could, he's just, but he's like, he's a, he's a baller, dude. Like he, he can move them all over the place. The way that he runs routes, it's like he's, he's like doing the bachata out there. Like, um, he's like, he, he's doing dance moves. Okay, tonight. But he's doing like, is the, the way that he, like, I, if you watch Kadarius, like if he was to tear an ACL, it would be because of his own fault of his, the moves that he does. You're like, bro, you're stopping. Like, you could no be, banana like, routes. What's that? No banana routes. No, not around no here. Banana man. routes. Yeah, puts no, that foot no. in the ground. Like I don't like banana routes, right? I don't like the we're gonna roll into it. It's stick your foot in the ground and rip it. I don't know if he's sticking. He, he sticks his foot in the ground and does like a bunny hop and. Like he he's a he's an exciting player to watch. Yeah, I agree 100 percent. Prime, that's a great one. I think Gale, another great one. Terrace Marshall, and I think we all know another a wide receiver in Rashad Bateman. Those three right there. Mm. Uh, those who are in my mind when I was talking about Javante Williams. Those guys. Those are three that I would be very excited. Now the other two being taller receivers. I think X is more of a need for us, but I don't think Darius Tony and Jalen Rager on the same team is an issue. Um, you look at Tyree Kill, Demarcus Robinson. It's okay to have multiple fast guys on the Absolutely. team. So um, with a run-heavy team, I feel we're going to be a uh, dual-threat quarterback. I think guys like that would be perfect. So I, I love those guys that you all mentioned. 
And same with Elijah. Dude, I like him too. I, I like what Evan said, but he's somebody that's definitely grown on me uh, a little more too. I, I think Rondell Moore is another one of those shorter guys that yeah. you know is very intriguing. So a lot of talent in this draft. So a lot to be excited about, guys. I saw the comment about how he's going to mess this draft up. He could always mess this draft up. If we just sat here and told you that, what fun would it be? We all know that. <laughs> so let's have some fun. Yeah, people in the comments, man, they're they're feeling they're feeling they're feeling out their picks right now. Uh, Todd says, "How do you guys feel about Paris Ford? He's another guy that you know people talk about. He's 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 a thumper, right? Um, but how is it? You know, do people talk about his coverage? Like, is, I'm, I'm wondering, um, you know, where 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 do you see him? Probably third, fourth round, perhaps. I don't know if I'm uh, I don't know if I'm reaching yeah, into. I don't uh, know if I'm reaching into the second round for him. I um, wouldn't at all. Yeah." I mean, I, I, I you know, I, I think I was some talent, though. I, I did have two picks here, guys. Like, uh, I, you know, I was kind of like, you know, Prime had his two picks, you know, so I'm going to have my two picks. A guy that I don't really want to reach for, like a guy that I've been following since, you know, just really paying real close attention uh, to his game. Um, you know, my man, Richie Grant, my oh. man, Richie Grant over here. I feel like he was like a guy that I was like, man, if I if we could get him in the third round, I'm cool with that. Like, I don't know if Richie Grant now lasts uh, that long. He's, I think he's he's in the second round. I think his stock is pretty high. I think his his his. I, I've seen a lot of analysts just raise him up, raise him up. I know Dane Brugler recently had him as his number one safety. Um, you know, I know, I know, I know Morg from uh, TCU. Jimmy's been pretty high on him. I think um, again he could go in the first round. There's Chris Chris Peak from Twitter. He's saying, "What about Farley if he falls? Um, if, if we if we ended up going on the offensive side of the ball, or just a non quarterback uh, cornerback uh, with the 12th pick, and Farley falls the second round, I'd be all for it. If we ended up drafting a guy like J.C. Horn or Patrick Sertain, obviously I don't want to go cornerback cornerback. Uh, I, I, I want to." I don't know, man. Like we, we I, I, I'm all for shoring up the cornerback <laughs> position, but like, I just look at all the holes we got to fill. You know, nah, I hear you. I, I, well, I, that, well, imagine thing. getting Farley at third. Oh, could you and, imagine Horn and Farley? In Horn? Yeah. Like you, you, it you would be insane. You re-upped for like the next five years, but you, you got to pray for Farley's back. Yeah. yeah. And, 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 all, and the ACL honestly, and everything else he's had. But in all honesty, Evan, I mean, like, I, I wouldn't even be mad if we did go cornerback and then a good wide receiver and that second pick, or I'm okay with what Gail was saying, cornerback, cornerback. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with either scenario because technically we need, we're, 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 we're in need of both. So I'm all right with that. I, I'm just in the camp of like, if we don't get, I, I want to get a wide receiver within the first two picks that we have. Yeah. Uh, I, th- I think that is our best chance. And like, look, looking at, how we have Rager and Jaynaw as like our starting wideouts right now. Like that's something that I need to shore up like right now. I need to get Jalen Hurts weapons right now. So um, while I think there is guys uh, that are going to be deeper in this draft, I think there's some good wide receivers out there. I want a more a sure thing and get one with either the 12th or second round pick, whether it's 37 or we move back up into the first or whatever. One of those first two picks to me, I'm begging for a wide receiver. Would you guys be mad? Would you guys be mad if we went wide receiver, wide receiver? Not at all. Uh, no, it depends on who it is, though. I wouldn't, I wouldn't, if Devontae Smith falls, 
and then the you second? get Kadarius Tony to the second. No, 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 no. 12. 12. I'm saying if you want wide yeah. receiver, wide receiver. If it's Devontae Smith and then like a speedy little guy, yeah, Elijah maybe. Moore. No. I think we need to put an emphasis on defense. So I want one of the picks to be defense and then a. I know I said Devontae Williams, but I think to me it comes down to one pick offense, really. And I know I said it doesn't have to be this way, but for all the talent that's there, I'd love to see getting a J.C. Hornet corner and then a Terrace Marshall or a Bateman or Tony, whatever, dude. Just, yes, I think I agree with you guys 100%. And they're, and they're uh, both from the SEC? Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> skill, skill players from the SEC? Would Howie do it? I mean that's that would be a yeah that that would be a, a great idea. Um, shout out to Bruce Smith Facebook. He says Rashad Bateman will be our receiver. Book it, and even for that, I'm going to even give you a graphic with that, Bruce. <laughs> um, I, I feel like uh, this is a theory. Uh, I, you know, I recently saw uh, Mike K in his in his mock drafts. He had the Eagles trading back into the first. Uh, an idea that Evan just spoke to, spoke to. I mean, I didn't feel bad about it i felt like you know like a, a guy you know I, I call it you know he a poor man's justin jefferson to his game he's he's being really slept on i don't think he's the uh i don't think he's as athletic as justin jefferson but i feel like he's he's on par like his he's a well-rounded guy um his route his routes are super crispy his quarterback play i mean if you gave him burrows uh, maybe we would see even more insane stuff from Rashad, but you know he opted out. He was one. He's one of the players that opted out. Um, he he had asthma, and um, but I I feel like you know he played a couple games, right? And then um, but I I feel like his his game is, you know, it's crispy. Any word on the I think what's going to happen here is uh, I'm 100 percent on board with you. I think he's a great player, and uh, you know Bruce, look, I, I'd be all for it. Um, this could be another scenario just like last year where you have these really, really good top wide receivers. And now there's these other really good wide receivers. I think they're just kind of being slept on. It's like the T Higgins effect last year where you see him falling into the second and he's really a first round talent. And, you know, I, I would be all for adding someone like Bateman. Yeah. And Bruce is throwing all sorts of scenarios out here at us. Uh, we talked about moving up back into the first round thoughts about trading back up into the second round cost less, um, I, I mean, honestly, th- this, this plan right here, I, I don't, I wouldn't have any problem with it all depends on who we get, obviously. Um, but I think that's a total possibility. And if we ended up going cornerback safety and wide receiver in our first three picks, man, we so might yeah, have a different the, looking team. The thing about the second and third round, like that is a, that's a, it's a crucial area for the Eagles to actually get quality corners there. There's. There's a there's a number of guys that are going to be around in the second and third round that they're all clumped together. Like depending on what your flavor of corner, you know, I got you got Kelvin Joseph from Kentucky, Tyson Campbell, uh, oh my God, Eric Stokes, party, uh, <laughs> Elijah the George, Molden, the Georgia the Georgia corners, um, yep. Elijah Molden. If you want that uh, slot corner type, yep. um, Greg Newsom from Northwestern. Asante Samuel Jr. from Florida State. Um, you think Greg Newsom makes it out of the first round? It depending on who you ask, dude. Like depending on who, what flavor you like of of corner, and they all have different different. But the, it's like these guys have the size. There's guys that are, you know, you don't want that those big corners. Mm-hmm. There's a I lot think of Greg Newsom could be available at thirty-seven. What's that? 
I think Greg Newsom could be available at 37. Sorry, I'm ripping my light down here. Yeah, so I saw that. But, you know, I, I just feel like excited. it's, you know, I feel like it's like that's where you can, that's where, that's where the draft in the draft, like if we go a different route and not draft my homeboy, JC Horn, and break my heart, you know, that, that's where, you know, you wait. You saying you don't want to draft J.C. Horn? No, if they Do we don't need to have an intervention. If they don't draft J.C. Horn, <laughs> yeah, and, and he's and he's heart, sitting there. Yeah, 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 I got you. And <laughs> they go another route and get these corners in the second round. I'm I'm I'm, I'm kind of cool with that. You know, there's a lot of guys that are that are there. I was digging into uh, yeah, Jamie Davis. Todd brings up Jamie Davis. I love Jamie Davis. I mentioned him earlier. That's yeah. somebody that it could be a reach, right, in the second round. But I think that's something I might be. But we just did that with Davian Taylor. Right? Who, who was saying recently in in the, in the draft community about Jamie Davis moving up into the first round? He was like, "Oh, the Cowboys are targeting Jamie Davis." Huh. I don't know about that. Um, hey, he's pretty good. I could see him second round, but first round, wow. I have been seeing some uh, some heat around his name recently. I don't know if he gets all the way up into the first, but he's a fast dude. Maybe yeah. I mean, a lot of people get enamored with speed. That might be. Oh, you mean like uh, our entire draft class, last like Davy and Taylor last year? Yeah, like, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. The whole damn class. Speed, speed. Now, uh, Moira has a plan. She says, "I I say go J.C. Horn. I'm feeling that Moira at 12 wide receiver in the second, and get Trey Sermon. Like yo, if 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 you if you got JC Horn for me, like all right, you got me there, Morgan. If you if and if you got me Terrace at, at 37, I'm good. Terrace Marshall Jr. And then if you in the third round got me like Michael Carter, or even if uh, Javante's not falling to the third. But yeah. I mean, like I'm, I'm if you can get me that kind of quality, but obviously even the third, I'd even go, I'd even go linebacker. I'd, I mean, lineman, uh, best available lineman on the board around there. I mean, you're going to have to, you're going to have to add a piece in there because there's, there's the way that this draft is set up. There's so many, there's a lot of quality, <laughs> you know, linemen in the second. Mm-hmm. I'm, big, I'm big on that Michael Carter, man. If Michael Carter is there at the third and we yep. grab him, oh, that's a steal. That's how I'm okay with missing out on Javante Williams if his running mate. Michael Carter is a steal. Yep. I'd be happy with it. I like what whoever said before, and I like what Gail said at the beginning of the show about, you know, maybe we only have eight picks by the end of the draft. I think we're going to be moving around here, guys. And I would love to see maybe you come back into the second. We talk about the scenario of the first. Hell yeah. It depends on who's there. But what if some studs are there in the second? So I love that whoever brought that up. Um, I think, you know, if someone like a Jalen Phillips starts creeping around, you got to nab him to put with Josh Sweat for the future. I'd love it. What's up, Alex? The chef is in town. Uh, The chef says uh, De'Ami Brown from UNC is my dude in day two. Uh, You're talking about third round. If he was there, you know, maybe people are saying second round. But he's he's definitely another target. I was watching De'Ami Brown versus uh, Melanfamu from Syracuse. Mm. Another long, another long corner, six three. Uh, his brother was also drafted a couple years back. Uh, pretty much had his way with uh, Brown, and that's what I was like. Okay, Melanfamu could be. He's serious. Yeah, he's a long Third corner. Round. He's a, he's a long corner. Um, mm-hmm. you know, and again, 
for everyone out there who's still in the process of doing all their homework. We're, right now, we're throwing out names, and this is your opportunity to throw out names, guys that we should check up on. Um, like, a, you know, people always throw – you'll see a Jalen Darden from, what, North Texas, mm. our receiver. That's a good one. You know, these little gems that people – that's, that's you know, that's that's the fun part of the draft season. It's, it's like finding a, a, a nugget, and you're like, I want to share this with people. This is yeah. – uh, can, can we can we talk about something? I know we've been avoiding it because we all know that Howie and the Eagles just don't put an emphasis on it, but there's some pretty damn good linebackers in this draft. And you heard what I said about Jeremiah uh, Awusu-Korma. Look, wherever the hell he's going, I don't know if you take him at 12. I don't know if he can pass. I mean, oh, if you can come back in the first, if he starts to oh, my God, could you – that is the nickel linebacker that you need in this defense. Oh, I, I get so excited thinking about him as a prospect. But even if you miss out, Gail, we've been talking about it. Zayvon Collins, Nick Bolton. Mm-hmm. So do you guys like any of those names? I mean, Lovely. they get me excited. Yeah, listen, a, a guy like Zayvon Collins, I think, is a fucking difference maker, man. Mm-hmm. And and believe me, JOK, I've been talking about him for a couple of weeks now. Like, that, that's a dream scenario, but being realistic, like we, we all know, we, we, we know who the Eagles are. We followed them our entire lives. Uh, they're Can not we just call them a safety. Maybe they'll take it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> well, he is versatile. He is very versatile. He's, no, player. he's definitely that kind of guy. Yeah. Um, but, that dude. but, uh, man, that would be a dream come true. It really would. That, that like, if, if we ended up, yeah, would you be okay if the Eagles passed on JC Horn for JOK? Would, oh, would, I would not be okay. You would not be okay. No, I would not. I mean, I, I, I again, I, explain I, I do like his game. I like his aggressiveness. I like his versatility. But do I want to let this man pass? Like, just like he, this guy's not going to let other quarterbacks pass. The guy who averaged what, 18 points, wide receivers average like 18.6 yards. The game versus two. This dude is like incredible. He's going to shut people down. I know we're talking about day two targets, but y'all forced me to talk about J, uh, JC Horn and I'm doing it. Um, but again, in love. You, Just look, look at the look in his eye right now. <laughs> he, he's the most surprising prospect for me to like, like, you know, you know, how, you know, you know, I'm, I, I like the offensive. Yeah. Wide receivers. I like the, but like here, but here's, but here's where I stand. So we were sitting at six, right? J.C. Horn never came up. I mean, I'm not saying I, I realize J.C. Horn would have been a total reach at six, but I'm just saying, like, is J.C. Horn somewhat of a consolation prize now that we've fallen no, out of six no, and you're all. not going to be getting Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts? Have you just talked yourself into it? I, I think he's going to be We talked about him, player. and I heard Gail talk about him before because we talked about the possibility of trading back out of that six spot, and nobody wanted to hear it. Yeah, we good. already did it. And he was mentioned. It just didn't make sense at six. Right, you know, wait, let's, um, I'm going to bring this up. What does that say on there? What the date? February 7th? Uh, he's got receipts. <laughs> he's ready. I would Dude. like to say put, but if we move down for that far, wouldn't mind taking a shot on J.C. Horn. Yeah. Love David. How long have you had that in there? <laughs> like, like, don't t- like when people that's try to test me. <laughs> I love it. Go back, get the receipts. Like, like I said, I knew it. This is before the this is before the trade even happened. Okay, I paid for this shit. Yeah, was on that. This too. I, that's Chris was talking about it. This was somebody that we brought up. I think I'm with Gail 100. I'm right with him. Uh, I think if he's there at 12, you take him. Um, I think I would be ecstatic. 
Gail, if he's gone, would you take someone like JOK at 12? Would any of you guys take JOK at 12? Hell yeah. Yeah? I would. Okay. Gail? Gail. <laughs> he is fantastic. No, I, I like no, I like his game. I like the I mean, but you, you have to realize who we're talking about, like in Howie. Like I'm right yeah. now I'm trying to I'm it's not that I don't like the player, but I'm I'm not I'm trying to project what Howie would think. Howie how how is Howie thinking? In this situation, and we already know that he doesn't really value linebackers. He, and he went and, you know, he got Davion Taylor. He got his his, you know, Nick, he's got the, you know, it, it's it's not exciting that we have, but it, we could work with it. And when you have Fletcher Cox and you have Hargrave in front, there you go. You got your muscle right there. Now we have need guys who can chase on the back end. You could wait for a Jabril Cox in the third round, uh, from LSU, North Dakota State. Home of a former quarterback that played for the, the so, Eagles. Like I'm just uh, saying, that's kind of an insult, though, because you're just saying, like, are you saying Jabril Cox is the same thing as JOK? No, he's a, guy, he's, he's a guy that's got like 900 snaps in the in slot. Can play on an island. Can move. They can both do that. Yes, yeah. six, six three, bigger guy. Two thirty. <laughs> I'm just saying, but for half the price. Yeah. But like when you see JOK. Come up and hit somebody in the mouth. He crunches them. I feel a guy that can hit and cover, and he don't even care. He doesn't care. He don't care. <laughs> uh, There's linebackers in each round that you could take. I think it'd be JOK the first, Nick Bolton or Collins if they could fall to second, maybe trade back into the first, and then yeah, third, Jabril Cox. I mean, listen, I mean the the message right there, cornerback is definitely uh, an important entirely position that we have to go ahead and focus on, but. Think about some of the running backs that we're playing against in our division. All right. Yep. We need that. We need that type of linebacker that can go ahead and play that position and stop these guys. We lack that so bad. I mean, yeah, give or take, we didn't have that much hurt against us this past season. Cause I mean, we didn't have the greatest linebackers at all. And then I put a lot of faith into, you know, I'm not even going to mention his name because I promised I wouldn't mention his name ever again. But White Snake, uh, the 49er. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, but I mean, like, seriously, we, we, it, it, I don't see it being a bad thing if we went linebacker. Uh, it, it, it'll be a change because it's just something that we just never expect as Eagles fans. Now, shout out to Mora in the chat. She says, uh, speaking of Notre Dame, the calendar you guys sent me had a Josh Adams question on it today. Was actually kind of surprised since he was a flash in the pan. Uh, she won. The, the contest. You should let us know what that question is. question, yeah. Hey, he was um, a leading rusher one year. That's how bad we were running the ball. That could be, that could be the question. <laughs> a flash in the pan, let our team. Shout out to Mark, who actually sent the, the calendar, that said calendar that you won. So, I mean, see, this is what. Wow. This is what, love, baby. This is what it bringing Eagle fans together and having a little fun. Um, slight flex with the sneakers. There are sneakers in the background. If you. Uh, See the little case, okay? <laughs> like the uh, the new topes just came in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can, can we can we take a moment now that we're on the uh, on the the talk of shoes right now? Gail has recently entered the house shoe moccasin game. It's changed your life, no? Oh. He's, ne- uh, he's never yeah, had a pair of moccasins in his life. I mean, I, I don't know if either. that's a, if that's like a a, a, a privilege, privilege thing. I've never had. House shoes, man. It's like this, and then and then Evan, <laughs> Evan put me on. He's like, bro, like, 
He's like, you, you've never had any house shoes? I'm like, yes. I was like, no. And I went out and got the same ones that he got. Yeah. Bro, life, life has changed. changed. <laughs> like, you know, before See, Christ. Gail, Gail teaches Christ, me a little about shoes. I tell him how to, about lazy shoes. It's a great Bro, thing. Bro, I, I didn't know that was a thing. Do you, do you all have house shoes? Is this, is this a thing? I wear like flip flops sometimes when it's uh, easier I'm, than I'm, just putting on something. Yeah, like Evan's got this. This thing has like, like real fur in it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. My dad used to rock those. Maybe like, keep me warm in the winter. I'm like no doubt, dude. <laughs> I had a I had a pair of eagle ones that my my, my lady got. They make me, eagle ones. They do. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen. That's those. pretty sick. That's a good idea. A, of course, I have a pair of eagle ones, and I rocked them. And you know, I probably rocked those things all the way until they were worn out, so they didn't last long at all. Chris Chris Peak says he's got house shoes. It's all about the house shoes. I mean, that's a new thing. I mean, yeah. it's either it's either house shoes or eagles. So, slides. All right, all right. Eagles chancletas. I'm all about the Spanish tonight. <laughs> chancletas. Um, you know I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> Uh, let's say, uh, you know, I, I saw, I saw, you know, we were talking about linebackers and Chris, Chris went off the chain. He says, F it, Micah Parsons then, um, that, that's his name comes up at every live stream that we do. Yeah. Um, I want to say, you know, I'm going to say the same thing I say in every episode. <laughs> Did you go back and watch all the, uh, read all the stuff about, uh, hey, I, Hey man, he's he's his athletic profile off the chain. This guy um, looks like he he'll tear your neck off. Looking like baby, uh, looking like Zumba, a little Lion King. He's put on <laughs> an alpha, definitely an alpha male. This guy Parsons, he's a top. <laughs> I mean, Evan is uh, you know very clever with his words. Um, I think Parsons is he a leader of men? Uh, <laughs> I I don't know. Uh, I think if the Eagles are willing to go buns out, I mean balls up. Um, I'm just gonna say none of it. Never mind. Stop. Uh, yeah, man. I, I think, and and that's where shout out to Joey Shakes in the building. That's where uh, that's where people come in. Like, if you're not gonna go Parsons, everyone's favorite linebackers, JOK Evan. If you want a slight flex about JOK, love JOK. This is your opportunity. Oh uh, yeah, I, I mean, like you said, we were just talking about him a little bit ago. The guy can drop into coverage. He's an all-around linebacker. And when you see JOK lay the wood on somebody, not the way that Micah Parsons lays the wood. Whoa! I'm talking about actual on the field with the pads. Uh, the dude is it, it, like he he can cause turnovers. Uh, wh- whether it's fumbles, whether it's interceptions, the dude is the full package at linebacker. So that's wow. why full package. Yeah. Calm it down, Evan. Okay. Okay. Mr. Pun over here. No, we were talking about we had no. the wrong app. Oh no, I was talking about JOK. Okay. No, I know. <laughs> this guy's the full package over here. Uh yeah. Okay. I'm um, with it though, man. JOK is amazing, dude. Yeah. Yo, JOK got that like Ed Reed look, but in a linebacker position. Like he's just like he's got that mean look. He's a joker, man. He can play that safety linebacker hybrid role, man. And he can hit like a linebacker cover. Like I said, dude, it's I love it. Now Chris is saying that uh, Parsons would be a monster behind Fletcher Cox. <laughs> I did. Do you <laughs> like Michael Parsons, Parsons coverage? Do you guys like his coverage skills? I think that's not exactly the best. I mean, I, we need a coverage. He's got the athletic profile to do it. He hasn't really 
been like, but his 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 versatility to actually probably play in space, um, but also blitz through those a gaps and then blitz him off the edge, line him up at the edge. He's a defensive. He can play defensive end as well. I mean, quite interesting. Alex brings up, I think, a very uh, interesting something that hasn't been talked about a lot. Like uh, everybody wants to talk about a Devontae Smith, a J.C. Horn. What about a Rashawn Slater at 12? And then you move up back into the first and grab a guy like Caleb Farley. I mean, honestly, uh, it it doesn't uh, create the pants tense like uh, all the other names, but that's that's a sure thing right there. Rashawn Slater? I mean, Slater, he he's a guy that, you know, He's gonna come in and you know he's got he's played right tackle and left tackle, um, and and you could even slide him in at guard. Um, you know it, people might talk about his length if it's not you know at the next level, but I think you could you could you could plug him in at guard too. Like he's got that versatility that you probably like. It's not sexy at all, but I think and then Farley, another guy that was a trade down option for me, still raw. Yeah, um, and the, the injuries are the thing that kind of concerns me about athletic profile. Yeah. Sidney Jones all over again. He yeah. said he said he said he ran a four two four. He runs a four two four. I said that too. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> uh, I mean, but then that whole idea of like Farley actually falling to round two, another cornerback with a injury history. Just you know, he's got the ACL in his profile, right? Mm-hmm. He's got the two back things that just the. I can't even pronounce what they what the name of the procedure that he had, but again, um, he said they said he's going to be fine. But again, he's already have he has these two back spasms, and and now this. Well, I mean, if we had the old medical staff, you know, I mean, he would fit in just perfect. Yeah. Look at Stephen Jim. K. Breaking news: Did Jim Schwartz land a job? What, what was this? Did you with hear me bitching about it before we went on? I was like, oh, with the uh, with the Titans. Yeah, be joining the what? Titans. A senior staff. assistant. He's going to sit back and in the corner. Good for him. So basically, he just wanted out. He wanted to bounce. Yeah. I'm out. I mean, how does that that make you all feel? Do you guys feel sensitive about this? Not at all. I I, I don't feel any particular way. If he wanted to get out of Philadelphia, to be honest, I've been bitching on this show about getting him out of Philadelphia for quite some time now. So it it was a mutual defense with you, man. Yeah. It was time for a new defensive scheme, man. You know, we got tired of seeing. I'm excited for Gannon, dude. Yeah, same and was, here. And, and then again, it was just like we already knew what we were going into the game, like how our defensive scheme was going to be. And we knew we, we sucked. Were, we were we were probably gonna we were probably gonna uh, you know get a a whole bunch of oh shit, what's going to happen next on every single play because it, it was just it was it was so easy to go ahead and, and uh, you know determine what was going to happen. So yeah, it it was time. Yeah, I mean, it, like again, everyone. Has their feelings about Jim Schwartz, but he's the only defensive coordinator in uh, Philadelphia uh, folklore that has a Super Bowl ring. We should be we should be putting some respect on man's name. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, Nate Sudfeld's got a Super Bowl ring too, pal. <laughs> and while you were while you were saying that, I was actually I was actually looking for a Jim Schwartz Nate Gary meme, and I had I had already had already had it done. The Schwartz behind. Nate Gary and he's on top of the t- Titanic, oh, like man. <laughs> behind him. I tried to bring it up, but um, Titans are making a trade for Nate Gary. Yeah, I'm, imagine he's probably, that. He's probably, <laughs> yeah. only, he's probably the only defensive coordinator that uh, gave up the most 
yards in the Super Bowl as well. Right? <laughs> 38 points. Chris Peak asking a very exciting question. Oh, hell are we you. going to be live for the draft? I can't wait to be streaming live for the draft. Chris, man. we are streaming live. If I don't know if you were with us last year. No more stunners. I did I did about 24 hours of live streaming, three days in a row. So yeah, we were up till 5 a.m. together that first night, dude. That was awesome. I mean, mm-hmm. if you just want to hang out, bring a beer, bring your food, join the show. It's going to be very interactive. Yeah. Bring we'll, your we'll, have, we'll have fans in. We'll send out the link. We had guys cooking on. eggs in the yep. in the morning while they some, were getting some, ready some for breakfast. Us, some of us was in the back room, like. <laughs> if Chris, if you want to come on the show and talk your piece, we'll have a spot for you. You can bring the whole family if you Peaks like. Peace, peace. Oh yeah. I like what someone said about Rashawn Slater there, though. A second ago, um, that was somebody I mentioned the other day, uh, along with Elijah Vera Tucker. You know, we have to address the offensive line, but I don't think they would be good picks. They're really both very talented guys. Uh, Jalen Mayfield, maybe. There's a lot of talented linemen here. But I feel very comfortable, um, and I, I better watch what I say because they have to stay healthy, right? I mean, we all know that. Obviously, our line's getting older. But uh, you saw the restructuring, uh, obviously an extension for Kelsey, but the restructuring for, say, Malu Brooks. Lane Johnson didn't have to, but they moved money around. They ensured they'd stay here and help some of these younger guys grow, that being Nate Irving, Jack Driscoll, whoever loses out in the job between Mylotta and Dillard as a backup. So that's some pretty good talent there uh, that I think we need to grow. But – I, I want the Eagles to address the offensive line. I, I just don't know with guys like J.C. Horn, um, J.O.K. floating around. Uh, we'll see who's available. But, uh, hey, it's a great thought. Rashawn Slater's definitely very talented. I just don't know if I'd go with that. Can you name who this pro, this draft prospect is by his profile photo? I can. I, I can. <laughs> Landon <laughs> Dickerson. Landon Dickerson. Again, a lot of a lot of talk around here about the uh, – yeah. So, Landon – not my complaint. From Alabama, you're talking a guy who, um, you know, if if it wasn't for the whole thing with Philadelphia is in their their lineman over the last couple of years, it's if healthy. Uh, here's a guy if healthy. Um, you, you're talking about his stock is locked in the first, um, but the fact that he, you know, has been not the healthiest player. Um, you, you know, Stoutland has done his homework being a, a Alabama guy. If he has the inside route on him and his health and how he is as a player, we all, you know, that's a potential later day two, depending on how they feel about his injuries. Now, if you want to talk about peak physical health, I've got a center for you. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's how like about- Jason Kelsey's like younger brother, dude. Quinn Miners. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the picture kind of speaks for itself. He's a, he's a big body man. He's and, got that uh, Kelsey look. He's, he's a small school dude. Uh, but like, he, ever, ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ever since uh, the senior. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this guy's like and, an extra off of uh, um, Game of Thrones. He yeah. just might be. Uh, yeah, him at the Senior Bowl, though, he really was turning some heads as a small school center, and uh, he was really impressive. He was pretty much owning every single day of practice, and uh, he played very well. So I think that's another guy that we could uh, eye up on day two. I, I would I would love to have. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping for third round on him. Um, mm-hmm. 
I was hoping the fourth round, but now the love is just too real. Uh, I mean, that's well, the that's the thing. It like, ran a four nine nine at three twenty. I mean, broken hand and all playing in that senior bowl. What a beast! What about like little, a Creed Humphrey man? That's I'm, somebody I'm, I think in the, the later round. Creed Humphrey as well from Oklahoma. Another. But he, he'll go in the first though, won't he? I don't know. I would like to see him fall, man. <laughs> he's he's a guy I wouldn't mind targeting in the second, but yeah, maybe again, a trade up option. This uh, it's just the way that the the, the board is set up. Is if if Javante Williams was there, and it, people will say it's 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 like why are you why are you doing this with Miles Sanders here? Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in so much favor of not paying a running back. <laughs> like I I play running back like. It's one of my I love I love watching running backs play and it's like one of my favorite positions to 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 scout and everything. But it's like when you're talking about money wise, all the all the running backs that have gotten paid in the NFL, it doesn't work out. Tell me how many it's it's almost like rare that that like the the bit the ballers that get paid yeah don't make it out of that second contract. They're either getting injured. You, know, little late, little, you can name them off. I mean, Zeke. Saquon, Le'Veon, I mean, uh, Le'Veon, yeah. Le'Veon, yeah. Christian hurt, McCaffrey, yeah. Get, he just got paid. He just got hurt. He got hurt. Yeah. Mixon got hurt, right? Yeah. Mixon got That's hurt true. too. So I mean, look at look at the look I, at the Browns. Zeke's the funniest. He, look at the he, Brown. Yeah, I, I was gonna say even a guy like Leonard Fournette. Um, I mean, he's had a decent career, but with his like, he was taken fourth overall, right? It's I, mm-hmm. I just don't know if he he's lived up to that fourth overall pick. Zeke? I mean. No, 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 no. Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he had some great tape coming out of college, man. 100%. But that's just the thing is that you invest that fourth overall pick in a guy like a Leonard Fournette, and now he's behind. Well, Jaguars ran him into the dirt. (laughs) Yeah, they ran him into the dirt, but wasn't able to do anything with him. Didn't he have toe issues? Yeah, all kinds of issues after he left the Jags. (laughs) It's like the Eagle South, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I, I just fe- have this feeling like you, you double up uh, every year. You should be getting a running back in the third or fourth round. You should just keep on. I, I feel like keep... we're more. I feel like we're more blessed when we grab a running back in those later rounds, like a Donnell Pumphrey. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I I have a I have a tweet I have a tw- I have a tweet saved on my. Of course you do. You got all the receipts Another locked receipt. and loaded, bro. Yeah, I, I, if I could bring it up, I, I don't know if I can, but it, it's a, it's a, it's a tweet from Donnell Pumphrey about oh, him, about him working in the lab, and coming back for the next. And I, I seen that tweet. I screenshot it. Like, come on, man. Baby scrolls. I, I don't talk about it. Be about it. That, that's exactly. my whole thing. Like, if you guys are out there wanting to do anything in life, I'm gonna give you some. Nice gems right now. This isn't all about draft gems. It's about life gems. Don't say it. Do it. Don't waste your time telling people what you're going to do. Just do it. And the rest will come. Build it and it will come. That is my draft gem and life gem. (laughs) (laughs) Podcast, bro. Like, I don't really give that many, but I'm giving that one right there. So, again. We're talking about investing in running backs in in the mid rounds. Uh, we was a Gainwell from Memphis. I hear I heard earlier in the podcast. It's the Mef- What about Memphis, man? Putting out backs lately, dude. Tony yeah. Pollard, yeah. Antonio Gibson. Is that like is that like middle back middle round back? You they're, they're, right they're a running back factory. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like LSU is like wide receiver you now, DBU. Yeah, I mean, at, LSU has been wide receiver you for quite a while. Now. Alabama could be wide receiver you right now. True. Yeah. Judy Lamb and now Devontae and Jalen coming. Oh my God! Just now, the last few years. You have any have any other prospects that that people might be sleeping on in the third round? Third round now. I really, I, I think that's where I focus on someone like Creed Humphrey. I think that's the guy um, I would see replacing uh, Jason Kelsey at center. He's going to go higher. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was, in my mind, where I saw him. And offensive lineman is where I go third. So he's probably not. Obviously, like you just said, I highly doubt he would be there. But we talked about those scenarios. I would like to see us use multiple picks and move up and ensure we get guys like this that could be the future in some of these positions. Um, we talk about four of the top uh, – our four top picks are in the top 84. They have to be day one starters. Unless it's an offensive lineman that's going to eventually be a starter. You have to, you have to get day one starters. Man. What, what about uh, someone that we have actually interviewed on uh, Talk the Prospect, the guy in Aaron Robinson? Yes, Aaron. I think Aaron Robinson. I think Aaron Robinson. Say DJ. Okay, I like yeah. it. I think uh, he's worked his way pretty much. I think he's he's got that second round locked. Um, I think you know he's a guy that can play in the slot. Um, has a, a nice little athletic profile. I think uh, you know he a lot of a lot of draft analysts were pretty high on him, especially coming out of the Senior Bowl. Mm-hmm. And a lot of random prospects. Who's Austin Watkins Jr., who we also had on the Talk the Prospect from UAB. He was like talking about the USC. He's like the, the way that the US uh, UCF guys moved. He's like they they those guys move different. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you mean Richie Grant and um, Aaron Robinson? He didn't even like know their names. Like off the top of the bat, he's like, yeah. the guys from UCF at Senior Bowl, they move different. Um, yeah. He's like, I just w- like the way they – and b- believe me, I mean, Richie Richie Grant. Richie, yeah, Richie Grant's a sleeper. For a he makes the money, yeah. dude. Like, he, he's, he's he's wearing the black gold. Who's he reminded of right there? 27. Yeah, dude. In the black dude. and gold, too. Look, Malcolm I, Jenkins? Like Man. I, even, Gail, you remember we also interviewed uh, – Brendan Knox, uh, running back out of Marshall, and he said the same thing. We asked him who the best competition. He said those those guys from UCF. I was like Richie. Gr-. I was like, we just talked to them. So, yeah, dude, check out for those guys. Great and and, and I really think that that uh, like is a monumental sort of thing. Like to have us or anybody kind of analyzing these players is one thing, but to have the actual players they're going up against and them to give the respect up like that and be like, yo, that guy, he was a serious challenge when I went up against him. That speaks volumes. I really yeah. think it does. Definitely does. Yeah. I mean, I, we, we just mentioned him early. Austin Watkins Jr. Check him out. Wide receiver. He's got the size. He's a Sammy Watkins cousin, cousin and Jalen Watkins cousin. Um, so he's – Another another Florida product that could be – he could go maybe fourth, fifth if someone buys into what he's putting down there. But I, I feel like uh, he's definitely an exciting player that no one's really talking about. I mean, people out, are out there talking about. But, I, again, I'm giving him love. Give him no love. Uh, Mark Bird says, let's go Max Duffy, punter. <laughs> Yo. Yo, Duffy, a, what a perfect name. Hell yeah. Let's go. As, a, uh, as the president of the Kickers Are People 2 Club, I'm going to have to say we can't draft either a punter or a kicker, man. Uh, it's just silly. You, you don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at what the kid does. 
people, I mean, like you're you're the you're the old whole thing with kickers of people too, aren't you? I just said I'm the but president hey, of the yeah. club. I, I mean, so let's let's not only am I I, I want to see what Aaron Trippos <laughs> has, the rugby kid playing punter for us. We all know how the last guy we had coming over an Australian. Uh I like Savraka. So um ah, yeah, I I'm excited that. to see what Sapos does. Uh, I don't think he's gonna be anything special. Cam Johnson was a good punter, so I was a little upset by that. But Sa- uh, Savraka was a big body man. I remember yeah, that's what I mean. We got a rugby guy in Sipos now. Yeah. He put, he put, he put hits yeah. on people. Yeah. He put hits on people. Love it. I saw um, a comment here. Uh, Todd says JC Horn in the first, and Israel Mukwamu, or aka Izzy, in the third. Uh, we'll also, I think we could wait a little bit for Izzy. Also, did a uh, talk to yes. prospect. Yes, we did. He um, he was. Um, I, I correct me if I'm wrong. I think he was our first talk to prospect this year. Yeah. He was actually. He was a really fun interview. I, I really like him a lot. He's got a great personality. He's a hard worker. Huge corner. I mean, length, six dude. six four. Talking, he, he said um, to talk about changing the game. I think imagine that that is that is that would be interesting. Uh, two former teammates bringing them together, that would be that would be kind of crazy, dude. I, I really, who's the um, Adebo from uh, Stanford corner? Um, that, he would be an interesting. He's a guy that we were talking about third round pro- prospects that I'd be mm-hmm. interested in. He's getting a lot of people were talking about. Uh, Paulson Adiba. Paulson Adiba. Ambry Thomas is another guy that kind of caught my eye as well from Michigan. Okay. I haven't ever watched him. Yeah. What about Sean Wade? I like uh, Ohio State corner. He got his ass beat a couple times though. Where he, I was like, he, he needs safety now. Like he, he's now people are saying he's a safety, and I, uh, I can see him. I think he, he, he I don't, uh, he, he didn't really do his draft stock too much. Uh, we good during the championship games. Uh, any interest in Asante Samuel Jr.? We did. Yeah, I have to. I have to drop that video. Shout out to Chris Malley. We did a, a video on Asante Samuel Jr. He's definitely got. He, he's got some. Uh, he he's he's an athlete, right? You know, he he can click and close. Um, you know, he when he sees and when he breaks, man, he moves. Um, I, I feel like you know people will talk about his size. Can he play on the outside? Um, could we play him on the inside? He's played on the outside his whole life. He's five ten, what one eighties, uh, same size as Jair Alexander, starting corner for the Packers. He says he's a dog. I believe him. Some uh, some people have him as their top five, one of their top five corners. Um, and he can tackle him like his dad, stunt, stunt like his daddy. Okay. Stunt like his daddy. Like it's it's so weird. I mentioned this on another another podcast that I used to always, I would make the kids of former NFL players and add them into my Madden rosters. And (laughs) like when you get the franchise, you get in the later years, yeah, run out of names. You just put like, it is so wild to see Sante's son. Man, it's I feel like officially old. That right there makes me feel old. And horn. His dad's last game was only but eight years ago. Yeah, how that makes me like feel old enough to be like, yo, man, uh, you hear that new Temptations album? Like, <laughs> serious. I'm like, bro, like, come on, man. Old man river. Come on. We uh, we got a we got a lot of people that are talking about the possibility of a tight end uh in the second or third round. I don't think um, there's one in the second, I would think. Yeah, I I I mean there's one that's sitting there. Um uh, I'm just not entirely in love with is uh Pat Fryermuth. I like um, him in the third. 
in the third, maybe. He might go in the second round. I think I was going to say, I wouldn't take him in the second, maybe in the third. Yeah. Yeah. I like um, a Brevin Jordan kid from the U, too. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. one. Um, if you're trying to go late, which I would, you know, look at an athletic type, uh, Trey, Trey McKitty from Georgia. Mm. Um, he's a guy that I'm, I'm looking at late, like we're like sixth round, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, just to add into the mix, because, again, you know, we still have uh, a godlike tight end in Dallas Goddard. Are we are we still giving love to Dallas Goddard like that? Absolutely. Hell yeah, we're giving love to Dallas Goddard. Does anybody in this room own a Dallas Goddard, Goddard jersey? I don't. I do not. not. No, we're not, not giving them that. Not yet. Love. love that. Does All anybody right. have a Zach Ertz jersey in this? I do. I do. Yeah. See, that's two out of four. So until Dallas Goddard gets two people in this room to buy a jersey. <laughs> I'm scared, yeah. buy, I'm scared to buy player jerseys. Me too. Like, <laughs> I, people I'm, I'm getting a Pete Pihos next. At, at least we're not Jets fans, man. At least we're I'm not Jets fans. Shout out to all the ones that went and bought the number twos. Now you got yo, yo, I got a story real quick. Yo, Prime, exactly. The number twos so vintage, bro. My girlfriend just told me, she's like, uh, honey, I have to tell you this. She's like, I just bought you a Jalen Hurts jersey for your birthday. And she's like, and no lie, the day after I bought it, they announced she's like that's why i walked out of the room as soon as you were like oh honey you changed it to number one she walked out i didn't really know what was going on she called them and was like can i please she canceled the order i'm like well did you get me like darius slay or something she's like, I want so I, I was like she's like you get that's how i feel imagine if i would have got that too though uh, I, th- I think uh, just the general way that we have been talking about the tight end position, the way that we just lack bringing up Zach Ertz's name and every sort of conversation, the writing is on the wall uh, for me. I think there's a minuscule possibility Zach Ertz could be on the Eagles next year. It's possible. I'm not writing it off, but uh, everything to me is pointing to Zach Ertz is going to be moved before the start of the season. I've, I've, I've mentally broken off the, uh, the relationship once I saw that photo with him on the field and not in a, not in a bad negative way. Just, I, I, I've just kind of like erased him from the roster because I feel like it's the writing's on the wall. Would I like him back? Yeah, man. Fine. Hey man, let's, let's run, let's run it back. Well, imagine, imagine if he doesn't want to run it back because it just doesn't feel right. You know, yeah. his, his boot thing is up in Indianapolis and he's out here catching New new touchdowns from uh, the new boo. That doesn't yeah. that, that that probably doesn't f- feel right in his soul. Like we're not. Feels going, like it feels like he's cheating. Yeah, like they want to. They, they they're not going to read scriptures together after the game. Not I think right. the problem is he might sit out if we don't get rid of him. I, he's demanded a new no, contract for this year. I don't, right? I don't think he would do that again. Don't you? I think you would this year. And now, you just said his boot thing's gone. I mean, let's be real here. Now he's in that mode where, you know, Carson gave up as soon as he got benched. Like he said from his own words, that was the moment he knew he was done. The moment I knew Zach Ertz was done was when he joined him out on the field that last game. So it was kind of telling. Um, and I think you save money in cap. Obviously, there's the whole situation. We've talked about this before with a lot of these guys. After June 1st, you save so much more money. A guy like him, you know, you save four million more so hell yeah you'd want to do that but you mentioned earlier gail in the draft maybe you put him you know this is something you and i talked about earlier maybe that gives that extra push to a team that hey here's zach Ertz too and you move up 10 spots in the draft for somebody you really like and then if you want to sweeten the deal you add in julie yeah 
I mean, it's her birthday today. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Happy Julie. Birthday, Julie. Last one in Philadelphia. <laughs> a championship. Uh, a champion, Julie Ergs. I mean, how many couples do you know that have a... Uh, Each a, of them have a champion. Yeah. And they're great people, too, That's man. That's a power couple, man. Power yeah. couple, for sure. And they're great people, too. They definitely are a power couple. Yeah. They definitely are. It'll be sad to see them go. And they're doing a lot of great things for... Um, the city of Philadelphia. Shout yeah. out to them for doing that. I mean, Absolutely. respect. And he brought us a Super Bowl. Yeah. So, yes. see, we're giving love. We're giving yeah. love to Ertz. I'll always remember that dive across the uh, the end zone, man. That that'll never leave my memory. I'll always love that dude. Yeah. That, that Chris uh, Collinsworth was still throwing hate, spitting hate. Yo, still. I, I wanted to jump to the TV for like five minutes. <laughs> he would if, if I see him in person, I'll let him know. I've always wanted to. Collinsworth, oh, Chris, no oh, Chris Collinsworth, yeah, yeah. And now his son is is now his son is out there. Um, Privilege, baby, must be nice. <laughs> his son is out there, but he's not as dad like. So I mean, you know, maybe maybe the, the what, 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 what exactly would you say to Collinsworth? I'm like, yo, I I I've heard the tone in your voice that you weren't respecting that touchdown. And Al Michaels too. I I I would so give you, Al Michaels. You, you, you're being nice. I would give out. I would I would. Uh, uh, I would bitch, that was a catch. I might push. I find Al the nearest Michaels football, the spike it, and yell touchdown. I might push <laughs> Al Michaels down the stairs for some. Wow, this, <laughs> this show took a turn. Yeah, but <laughs> I find you in the back alley. <laughs> they, they both. Are, what the hell is even that? They're both hating on the yeah. touchdown. <laughs> you know what I mean? Hey y'all, I'm just speaking. I'm just keeping it real. Uh, I mean, we're we're about an hour in. Um, but before any last words out there, uh, before we get out of here, any last words? Uh, I would just say, uh, like, look for us. Uh, look for more of this draft talk, obviously. But really, mark it down your calendars. Uh, if we've sent you one, Moira, or <laughs> if you have your own calendar in your kitchen, wherever else, we're going to be doing these draft shows. I'm looking. I'm really excited for them. Uh, I really hope that all of you guys that are watching, you uh, stop by. Uh, it, it, whenever we get interaction with the fans, it's the best. Um, it makes these like we we're going to do that stream for like ever, like eight hours. Um, you should have time. There'll be eight hours. Yeah, there'll, yes. there'll, there'll be plenty of time for you to jump in. Uh, we'll be able to talk to everybody. Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to it. I wish I could press fast forward and get to it already. Yeah, I mean, 23 more days until we get to that point. I mean, this time last year, it was definitely something that we needed um, with the whole pandemic started. We're a year later, you know what I mean? We're uh, kind of like easing our way out of this situation. Hopefully it moves along pretty uh, quicker. Um, but yeah, I mean, just like you guys, I'm looking for the live stream as well. But honestly, I'd rather be on that field watching the draft like we were a couple more, a couple years ago. So I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, we'll figure something out. You know, what I mean, we'll make something happen. But you know, what I mean, fly you fly. That that was the weakest fly eagle. That that had no yeah. use to it, Prime. That was, that was like, I guess, fly eagles fly. Now you make me feel like I gotta bring it. Um, yeah. You gotta bring. What the hell is even that is the question I'm asking myself. But to piggyback off what these guys said, you know, I'm really looking forward to that. Even just talking about it gets me excited, staying up late, talking with you guys. And then, you know, the fans joining in. We had people coming in from work, wherever the hell they were in their car. So, like, dude, so awesome. So can't wait to spend that time with you guys. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. So definitely piggybacking off those guys. Look forward to that. But tonight it was awesome. 
every time I talk to you guys, I get more and more excited about this draft, man. So I, I just want to thank you guys for taking the time to hang out with me because I've been Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde about this, man. We traded our six round pick. Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts. That's what everybody's thinking, right? Everybody's pissed off, and rightfully so. But with all that talent there, and then you look, and like Gail said at the beginning, it's more than one pick. We have 11 picks, guys. So we got a lot of holes in this team. You know, 47 holes, 11 picks. It's kind of crazy. But, you know, we got to fill them. And I'm getting excited here. I know how he's drafting. I know the team has to stay healthy. I get all the pessimism. I do. And I know Nick Sirianni has a little neck beard. And I know he doesn't like bananas. But let's get real here, guys. I just want to see how he coaches. I want to see how Jalen Hurts is. It's QB1. And I want to see who we add in this draft. So let's pump the brakes on already giving up on this team, calling it the dumpster fire, where we just saw all the veterans coming back, restructuring, making sure that they can help this team grow and become a champion again. So keep that optimism live ladies and gentlemen and i look forward to talking to you again soon go like, i don't like banana routes right i don't like the uh, we're gonna roll into it it's stick your foot in the ground and rip it talking about ripping it jimmy's sticking his foot that's in the ground and ripping it no 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 breath uh one take jimmy we're gonna call him um <laughs> i just I, I just i have a feeling like uh, <laughs> I, I have a feeling that you know, we're gonna get the, the number 12 pick right um, I'm putting it out there in existence. I'm giving that positivity. A lot of negativity out there on Eagles, uh, you know, on, on social media and everybody uh, feeling a certain way. I mean, at the end of the day, it's at the end, you, you look for hope. You know, you look for hope and you hopefully your team is out there and your players are, are going to put the best product on the field for the next season. Next season isn't last season. It's, you know, it's a, it's a, the world turns in this whole NFL business. Like the, it, it's a whole different team. Uh, we talk about the Super Bowl team. There's like five guys left from that Super Bowl team. Um, so you know this is where the team gets better, building through the draft on day two and day three. This is where it's the most important. Talk about first round, finding cheap talent that can make plays, playmakers in the second, uh, in third and fourth rounds, and fifth rounds, priority free agents. That's where it's at. So hopefully we can all pray for Howie, you know, all light a candle, uh, put your hands up. And, uh, you know, it's all, it's all about, uh, you know, um, bringing people together on this draft show. Again, Evan, I'm, I'm going to piggyback off that. A lot of great people that came and we've met a lot of great people through the um, that that live draft show last year. And a lot of people want to be a part of it again. We're going to do it again for the people and, uh, you know, for the next one. Uh, it's always fly Eagles fly and we'll see you guys soon and uh, go birds say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill